Hello, beautiful. I'm your host and mindset coach, Samantha Roberto, and I want to thank you for joining this conversation. We are a space of women empowering women, and each week we feature an empowered woman's vulnerable story because we believe it's important to have these conversations so that we can learn and grow from one another. So if you love this weekly show and want to show your way of contribution to spreading the message of growth, personal development, positivity, you know, vulnerability, all of the things we talk about, please share it. Share it with a friend, share it on your social media, share it anywhere. Just tell somebody in line at coffee today to check out the Hello Beautiful podcast because the more people that can tune into the message, the bigger the impact that we can have. And you know what? To be honest, it's all about impact. It is all about getting real, having these conversations that, you know, are going to make a difference in all of our lives and just sharing our experiences and wisdom and information that we have so that we can, like I said earlier, learn and grow from one another. So I would love it if you shared it. And then the other thing I want to highlight is for you guys leaving us rating and reviews. We love you. Thank you so much. It may like seem like the smallest little detail, but for Apple podcast and for overall visibility of the show, the ratings and reviews really, really matter. So I want to highlight this week's rating. Thank you so much to Mila, who said, lovely and interesting stories. Samantha does a beautiful job setting the stage for her guests to tell their stories and gives her audience the opportunity to learn new things by listening to some amazing life stories. I really enjoyed listening to several of the episodes. Thank you, Mila from the United States. I really appreciate you taking the time to leave us this rating and review. Guys, if you are listening, you can actually just continue to listen. Go to Apple Podcasts, scroll to the bottom, and then leave a rating and review at the same time. This is why we love podcasts so much because they're the perfect thing to do when you're multitasking. So you're listening right now. You're probably in the car, driving to work, maybe at the gym, maybe just at home cleaning or doing the dishes, maybe outside going for a walk. It's such a good medium to, you know, expand the way that you look at your world, but then also get other things done at the same time. Before we jump into this week's episode, which you guys are going to love, it is such an amazing topic and conversation, but I want to give you a little life update just because I know that most of you listening have been here along the journey for a while and have been so supportive and compassionate and just loving for the situation that I've been in with Simon and being separated by the border. Well, a little life update, we are in the works of making our plan B. So it's going to be plan B. We are meeting up somewhere in the world where it still has to be determined. But essentially, we have a list of countries that are actually letting Americans in and looking at our other non-negotiables. One of my really good friends told me, she's like, where you guys decide to go, figure out what your non-negotiables are individually. And then you both bring those to the table and make your decision together. And I just think that was such a healthy way to approach a relationship, like not even just in this one circumstance of us being separated during a pandemic and having to choose, 
you know, where in the world we're going to feel the safest and where in the world makes the most logical sense considering our circumstance. But I just think overall in relationships, it's so important to, you know, know yourself first, know your non-negotiables, know what you want, and then bring that to your partner. And at the same time, they do the same sort of due diligence and homework too. And for us, I just feel like, because wherever we end up, I mean, an adventure awaits. I have no clue. It's actually wild. I have no clue where we're going to be in like the next maybe week, maybe two weeks. But a part of me loves it at the same time. And as much as I wish he would have gone into Thunder Bay, into Canada, and we could have just set up shop here because I really do love, love, love my home. The adventurous part of my soul that just craves uncertainty and craves taking those big leaps of faith in life is just fully lit up. And I just feel this newfound energy for the possibility of what the next couple months are going to bring. And so stay tuned for next week's episode or the week after that, because this is going to be very, very interesting. This is a crazy crazy, crazy, crazy period of my life. And, you know, I'm partially recording this so I can one day look back and listen and remember this moment of like being totally uncertain what life was going to dish me and, you know, just to be able to look back and see what happens. And at the end of the day, that is life. You never know. And even when you think life is so secure and so certain, it can throw you a curveball. You never know what's going to happen. So, This is why I believe in this work so much, like the personal development space, mindfulness, meditation, journaling, because it just, it helps you go through those curveball moments with so much more grace. You don't do this type of work for when life is good. You do this type of work for when shit hits the fan and and like everything falls apart and you've got to put yourself back together. So stay tuned for those updates because we are getting close, you guys. We are getting close to see and it's completely wild. Like the options we're looking at are all over the map, all over the world. And it's just like, okay, with so much uncertainty in the world and things changing so fast, it's just you you make the best decision with what you can, with the information that you know. And then once you decide, it's like, that's it. There are no regrets. There are no, like, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that. It's like you make the most informed decision mentally, but also informed in your body and your gut and like what feels good. And you take the leap of faith. So many people get frozen by um, paralysis analysis, it's called. It's like there's so many options and it's like you don't know what to do. Do I do this? Do I do this? Do I go there? Do I try this? And then you end up sort of staying stuck in the moment and not doing anything. So deadlines, this is where deadlines come in and deadlines are super, super, super important because you need a deadline. Deadlines push you past that paralysis state and that is how things move. Anyways, we're going to move on to this week's episode. I loved it. I absolutely loved my conversation with this week's guest. You guys, we have a beautiful, colorful, vibrant soul, Niaje Wallace here today, and she is just such a sparkly light in the world. So Niaje is a leadership coach and a certified sound therapy practitioner helping conscious individuals build their confidence and courage to share their own gifts 
with the world and really step in and own who they are. What I love about Niage is that she fully embraces who she is. So to give you a backstory, Niage and I actually recently met in a group coaching container. I'm pretty much always in some sort of coaching program. So whether it's a one-to-one coach, whether it's a mastermind, whether it's a group coaching container, whether it's an online program I'm taking, I always invest in the up level. And I'm super excited because my new coaching program for you guys is basically ready to go. It is done. I have got the Vibrancy Method coming to you, which is an intimate one-to-one container where you are going to be working directly with me through all of the old patterns and limiting beliefs and things that are holding you back. And we are going to get you on track to live your very best life. I cannot wait. I'm going to teach you how to raise your vibes. Honestly, everything. When people look at my life and they ask, how are you doing the things you do? It all comes down to energy and mindset. And that's exactly what I'm going to be teaching. So stay tuned. As soon as I'm grounded, we're getting that launched and it is going to be amazing. So Niage and I are in this container, and from the minute I met her, I was just like, you and I need to be friends. I can tell you are vibing at the energy that I like. She's got beautiful, bright purple hair. Her background on any of the Zoom calls is this like bright, sparkly pink wallpaper, and she just fully, fully, fully embraces and embodies who she is, and we dive in deep into that topic of learning and loving who you are and then turning that right up and showing that to the world, that side of you that is just fully you, whatever that may look like. We also talk about sound therapy and sound healing, which is an incredible modality. So good. If you guys have never done a sound bath before, please put it on your bucket list of things to experience and try. It is so incredibly healing and relaxing. Google sound therapy, Google sound baths, see if there's anything live in your area. If you're in Thunder Bay, I know at the Body Mind Center, they used to do Sunday nights at seven, the gong, which was unbelievable. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's weird. I know with COVID, I don't know what the schedules are all like, but if you can get to a live sound therapy session, I highly recommend it. And the other thing that you're going to learn in this episode is that you can actually do virtual sound healing as well. So you're definitely going to want to check out Niage after hearing her story, hearing about her journey and everything that she has to share. If you haven't already, go press subscribe. So on that note, let's get to it. My dear, I'm so excited to be doing this with you. I'm so grateful that our our paths crossed. As soon as I saw you, I'm like, we're friends. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you for having me. I feel the same way. (laughs) Totally. You have just so much color and life and sparkle. And it's just, there really is an effervescence about your personality. And I'm curious, is this something that you always had or was it something that you had to work on and work through to really shine the way that you do now? Mm, Thank you. And amazing question. So 
I actually think I came out this way from a child. I was bigger than life, huge personality. However, I did go through a phase where basically the world was telling me I was too much. I was too much Mm -hmm. of this, too much of that. My energy was too over the top. And so I wind up dimming my light a little bit. And recently I've worked on not doing that anymore and letting my light shine and just realizing my personality may be too much for someone, but that's okay because they're not my people. So yeah. (laughs) So I feel like, you know, some people work through life to gain that brightness, but I I had it and then I dimmed it and then I got it back. (laughs) So what was it? If you took us back to that moment, at what age were you where you went through that time where you dimmed it? So I think it was chipping away, kind of like an iceberg, chipping away, chipping away at it because it started from my mom. Like I would put on outfits that were just crazy over the top when she started letting me dress myself and I'd come out of the room feeling like I'm fabulous, you know, just like total rock star. And she would look and be like, hmm. I wouldn't wear that. And it hurt my heart so bad. So I started feeling like, and then I'd meet friends and I'd have like, I'm always, I love dressing up. I feel like you should always dress for the party. Always dress for the party. Mm. Like I'm the person who, you know, I don't put fancy china in a closet to, or in a cabinet to wait for a special occasion. Every day is a special occasion for me. So I use my fancy glasses and fancy plates and stuff like that every day. So that's my personality. And for some people, they're like, this is a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is a lot. So, you know, I'd find that when I go out with friends, I was always dressed fancier than them and it would make them feel bad. They'd make a comment like, oh, well, I just have on jeans or I just have on yoga pants, you know, like, I knew Niage was coming. I had to dress up. And so that started making me feel like my personality was too much. I was too extra. And for me to be loved or accepted, I had to tone it down Mm -hmm. and blend in. Mm. And it was like little by little throughout my life. Started with my mom. And then Mm -hmm. throughout life, it just just kept chipping away, chipping away. And I reached a certain point, probably I'll say in the last maybe four, three to four years, I realized I'm not being true to myself. When I started doing my really deep inner work, Mm -hmm. I realized I'm not being true to myself and I'm toning Mm -hmm. myself down for the comfort of others. And by doing that, I'm betraying myself. Mm -hmm. And so I had to slowly, it wasn't like, okay, I'm just going to be myself. I had to slowly but surely feel comfortable not asking myself, is this too much? Because when I get dressed, I'm like, is this too much? Because society has conditioned me to do that. But I'm like, if I feel fabulous, it doesn't matter if it's too much (laughs) because (laughs) I feel good. So so it's it's been a lot of undoing the programming. I love it. And I really do think, I just said at the beginning of this episode, it was like your personality, you shine, you have this effervescence. It's that too much that makes you so like that I'm drawn to. It's magnetic. Mm, thank you. That's what I had to realize. If I'm not showing myself, I'm not going to attract my tribe. So the more that I started showing who I am, the more I started attracting amazing people like yourself and mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just like, yes, be who you are, all of you in your fullest expression. So what did that look like at the point where you were sort of at that low? What were the things you did that sort of helped get you to be able to find yourself again? Hmm. Good question. I would definitely say a lot of meditation, a lot of journaling. So we have so much conditioning that we have to undo and I had to connect back to my inner being. So rather than what society says I should be doing, 
mm-hmm. what society say says I should look like or act like or be like or dress like. So what do you feel? What feels good to you? And just doing that like little by little. So wearing what I wanted to wear, because I had a time period when I first started coaching where I went out and completely changed my wardrobe because I felt like I had to dress a certain way and I had Mm -hmm. to look a certain way. And I went through a phase where I had normal, like very basic hair. Like my hair is purple now. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And so I went through all these phases of, okay, maybe the hair is too much and maybe, you know, the glitter is too much. and and my outfits are too much. And so I found myself trying to change everything. So to undo that, it just really took me connecting back to myself. And I did that through a lot of inner work. So journaling, meditation, EFT, I'm a huge advocate for tapping Mm -hmm. and just really undoing all of those parts of me that felt like I had to tone it down to be accepted. So funny that you mentioned that because it, you know, as you were saying, when you first got into coaching, you dressed a certain way. It reminds me of when I first got into real estate, like a decade ago, and I look at my business card and there I was in like a stiff blazer wearing the the total corporate look. And I'm like, this Mm -hmm. isn't me at all. Like, but I remember those days of feeling like I had to fit a certain mold and it was suffocating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. I felt stifled as an artist. I consider myself an artist and I just, I felt stifled. And I'm like, this is my personality and my shine. That's part of my gift. My artistry is part of my gift to the world. So me hiding it, you know, I'm doing a disservice to the world and to myself. And for you turning it right up the way that you are, it's like you are giving so many other people permission to do the same. And it's just such a beautiful thing. So I just want to honor you in this moment for doing that. Keep shining, keep being colorful. And you know what? It's the world really, really needs it. Mm, Thank you so much. So along your healing journey, you found sound healing. And this is really interesting because this is something we haven't spoken about on the podcast yet. So I would love for you to share a little bit about how you found that modality. Mm, yeah. So I I want to say it probably was from my podcast. I would explore different healing modalities to talk about on the podcast. And I'd have people come in, Theta Healers, EFT. I interviewed someone that did EFT. And locally, there were some sound baths going on. And people knew that I was doing the podcast and exploring different healing modalities. And someone invited me to a sound bath. And it took me into the deepest meditation that I've ever experienced. So I came out and was like, whoa, (laughs) what is this? I want more. I am in love. And I just, I kept going. I was going once or twice a week and I felt the layers being peeled back in my life. I came out of that meditation with such a clarity. I call it an eagle eye view of my life and Mm -hmm. anything that I was feeling that I was confused about that I was kind of stuck on or heavy emotions that that I was having trouble working through. It dissolved Mm -hmm. it. It dissolved it. So I I fell in love and I used to sing a long time ago. So I think I naturally take to music. So I wandered into a shop that I didn't even know was there, which is really funny because I walk past this shop all the time. But, you know, timing is everything. Everything. (laughs) Everything. I was going to lunch and I just happened to just come across this random little shop. And it was a shaman that had a bunch of sound bowls. And so I picked up a sound bowl and I started playing 
and he said, you're a natural. He's like, usually people can't play it that well their first time. And so I went home with the sound bowl. I played it. I was hooked. (laughs) Yeah, I was hooked. I'm like, I want more bowls. And then this certification program just happened. It's a traveling one, just happened to be in Tampa not long after I fell in love with it. So I'm like, it's meant to be. And I did the certification and I have to say it has changed my life. Isn't it amazing the way the universe lines things up like that? Like you walk by that little shop for how long? Didn't even know what it was. The one time you went in, you're like, oh my gosh, the alignment, right? You go yeah. in when you're supposed to, like you said, timing. Yeah. So for anybody who's listening, who's sound, bath, what, lost you, lost us, they don't know what it is. <laughs> They're just like, what are you guys talking about? Can you explain about the experience, like what yeah. it is? Yes, I love to. So sound therapy, it's crystalline Tibetan sound bowls and every sound bath is going to be different. So you have some people that use gongs and there's different instruments, but it's basically sound therapy where the instrument is producing a certain vibration and they measure it by hertz. So there'll be different notes in different hertz and those different hertz activate our brain waves. So we have five brain waves and what it's doing, it's activating our alpha and theta state. So that's our flow state. Theta state is that flow state. So when you're in a deep meditation and that's where we tap into our creativity and we raise our level of consciousness and everything is just flowing. So that's why I had that amazing clarity afterwards. So basically that frequency or that hurts is activating the brain waves that's going to help reduce stress and anxiety. It's going to enhance cognitive functions, is going to relax your body and align it for healing. So for everyone that's spiritual, it does align your your chakras. So Mm -hmm. it's aligning your body for healing because our bodies are designed to heal themselves, but we have so many things affecting that. So all the toxins we're taking in and all of the, the waves from all the electronics and EMF, like all the things that's blocking us from actually healing ourselves. So it's basically aligning your body for it to heal itself. So it's, it's enhancing well-being. So there's so many benefits from it. And even just the meditation alone, just going into that theta state. So for me, it takes me right into that theta state faster than any other form of healing or meditation. Which is so powerful because you were saying in the theta state, like that's accessing the subconscious. And mm-hmm. I think I, I just read a study that said high levels of beta is actually toxic. And majority of our population operates at the brain waves of high level beta, which is literally like, imagine your shoulders up to your ears, super stressed, like go, 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 very, very busy. So it's important to be able to sort of breathe and give yourself space and, you know, access those, those healing waves. Yeah. So it's so powerful. You have to think about how much information we're taking in every day. So we're on our phones, we have social media, we have emails, we have text messages, we're taking in so much. So we're constantly in that fight or flight and we're not allowing ourselves to relax. And that's why there's so much anxiety. That's why there's so much depression. That's why there's so much, you know, ADD and just different things because we have so much information coming at us at one time. So So our brains are overworked. You know, we're used to hustling and grinding and going, you know, 180 miles per hour. So this is, this is taking you back down to that theta state and it's allowing you to rejuvenate and refresh. You have to like reboot your computer and your cell phones, but are you rebooting yourself? 
I love it. And it works on the vibrations too. So it's actually healing from the inside out in a way, right? So it's actually yeah. like when you go through, it's going to your core and then healing outwards as opposed to like band-aids, like putting a band-aid on something, like taking the pill or doing, you know, a quick fix for something. This is going right in and working it that way. Yeah. And on a cellular level. So our cells are constantly moving. Like we are energetic beings. So that vibration is allowing our cells to rejuvenate themselves. And I actually do therapeutic sessions where you place the bowls on the body. So that's even more intense because it's activating your lymphatic system, which Mm -hmm. is directly correlated with healing and your immune system. So it's extremely powerful. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm like, sign me up. <laughs> I'm going to come down to Tampa just for that <laughs> once yes. the border's open. <laughs> so can yeah. you share some experiences that you've witnessed or seen within a sound healing practice? Yeah. So when I used to go to them as a client, there were so many different transformations happening. I too many to even name, but I know that a lot of people had trauma, a lot of trauma, and it's a gentle way to deal with your trauma. So if you go through some type of therapy, it causes you to relive that situation and go through it. With sound therapy, it's almost as if we have trapped emotions, our body stores trauma in our body physically. And The way that I see it is sound therapy will dissolve those little pockets of trauma and pain that we're storing in our body. And Mm -hmm. you'll have this, because it's tapping into your subconscious, you'll have this release. Like you won't feel as heavy. You won't feel those blocks anymore because it's tapping into your subconscious and allowing you to release those trapped emotions. So, mm-hmm. so I've heard a lot of people just feel better about whatever they were harboring. And for my own clients, I've had people release grief. Actually, like we hold on to grief, like behind our knees and a session actually release releasing grief, releasing resentment towards parents. And that's something I've experienced myself, all my resentment. And I don't want to say hatred because that's a strong word, but all my frustration towards Mm -hmm. my parents, sound therapy has helped me work through that. Mm -hmm. And recently there was someone that, and, and they're writing a testimonial, so I'm sure they're okay with me sharing the story. They were diagnosed with a brain tumor a while back, went through chemo and, and they had to go back to make sure it didn't come back, but they had a really intense fear that it was going to come back. And they went through one of my sound therapy bundles and it allowed them to not be in that fight or flight, not be stressed and have all that tension in their body. Mm -hmm. And they did this practice for some time. And when they released that fear and really relaxed and just trust did the process, they had their doctor's appointment and they were completely clear of any type of tumor. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's so amazing how our bodies work. Like I'm so fascinated by our bodies. We are dynamic, amazing, miraculous beings. <laughs> And just having a healing modality that just kind of takes us back to that place of being able to heal ourselves and raising our baseline resonance. We all have mm-hmm. an energetic resonance and this this helps people raise their baseline resonance and then take it higher from there. So it's really, mm-hmm. really powerful. I love it. That's amazing. 
What about for someone who's listening who might not have access to sound baths in their community? Is there something that they can do or anything you can recommend for them? Like what would you recommend to still access the healing part of it without Mm -hmm. actually being within a session? Yeah. So I have recordings. I have recordings because it sounds, you can receive the benefit from listening with headphones and I do live sessions online as well. And then I can do custom sessions as well because the sound bowls, you have like different Hertz and different notes that align different chakras. So if someone is dealing with something specific, I can custom tailor something for them. And then you also have binaural beats on YouTube. So you can literally YouTube anything. And for example, if you want to do heart chakra or forgiveness or love, you can YouTube binaural beats and type in whatever it is like love or heart healing, and it will pull up something. So put on your headphones, close your eyes, get into a really comfortable position, connect with your breath and go through your meditation in that way. Mm, I love it. It just sort of juices it up. It amps it up and gets Mm -hmm. it that much deeper. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So how long have you been doing or how long have you been like, cause you dove right in and what I really admire is when I see someone who finds their thing and all of a sudden they're just like, this is it. A light turns on inside of them and they're just, they're in it. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been doing it for? So I actually received my certification in the beginning of March. So it hasn't been that long, but But it's perfect timing considering (laughs) perfect timing, considering you got it right before COVID hit, like to have this during this crazy pandemic is just such a gift. Yeah, it's, it's really helped me through and I know it's helped other people. So it was meant to be like, there is no doubt in my mind that divine timing, it was meant to be and the fact that I had a music career and I couldn't put it into words back then, but I knew that I wanted to, I used to say, I want to make people dance because usually when people dance, they're happy. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to make people happy through my music. And now I look back to like doing sound therapy. It's always been in me to heal with music and sound. So it was a perfect fit. And I trusted the universe because I easily could have not walked into that shop. I could have been like, nope, we're going to lunch. Let's go here and just kept walking. But when you connect with your intuition and your intuition is telling you, hey, do this, you do it. And then it leads you to your your purpose. And it's a matter of trusting the next step. You never would have thought by going into that shop, it was going to open this whole door, but it's just Mm -hmm. trusting your intuition, taking that next step that is so powerful. Yes. So where do you feel this is going for you? What do you see coming in the future? You just got it right before quarantine. You're all in with it. What are your big dreams and aspirations? Mm, With a retreat in Morocco with you. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. It's already happened. We already have that. It is happening. Oh my gosh. Sound therapy in the Sahara desert. Are you kidding? It would be like the past life stuff that would come through. It would be amazing. Yes. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it, but yeah, I'm, I'm building a whole entire, I don't want to say an empire around it because that sounds, I don't know if that's the right word, but I am building a catalog of recordings. So no matter where a person is in the world, they can access the recordings. I do local sessions and once 
everything ends with COVID, I definitely do want to travel and do retreats. So retreats is a big thing that I want to do. I've hosted a yoga retreat a long time ago, and I love just those intimate settings to where people can get away from their normal life to really allow the healing to happen. Because in our everyday, sometimes people find it really difficult to step away to Mm -hmm. allow the healing to happen. So retreats is definitely a big thing. And I want to create my own healing modality where I'm combining coaching like mindset leadership coaching with sound therapy because sound therapy helps activate those cognitive functions. People are going to retain the information and it's Mm -hmm. going to be integrated into their system a lot easier than if they just had someone talking to them. That it's on a cellular level, right? So it's like your cells are actually absorbing the information. You are open to it and just sort of suck, you know, taking more in. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. The world so needs needs you. I am so glad that you you shined your light, that you turned it back up. (laughs) Literally, like you guys who are listening, she's got this purple sparkly background, which I love and just gorgeous dress. I I really appreciate that message of, you know, using the fine china now. What are we waiting for really in life? Why wait when you know for the one day syndrome to really do the things that you want to do? Yes. I just got chills. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like do it now. And even in COVID, I feel like even in this situation with the pandemic, it's sort of, I mean, yes, there are certain barriers around us, but I feel there's just even myself saying there's restrictions I put on myself because of COVID, but I'm like, well, wait, why, why not? You know, why not just go and do the thing or anyways, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So during COVID, it it was a really interesting time for me. So that's when I glittered my wall. So I'm like, okay, if I have to be stuck home, what can I do to make it fabulous? And my idea was glittering my wall. So I've always wanted a glitter wall always. And Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, when I get a studio, like a recording studio, like for my podcast where I could have interviews and stuff, I'll glitter a wall. And so just how you said, like, what am I waiting for? I'm like, what am I waiting for? Now is the perfect time. So I'm going to glitter my wall now. And I completely rearranged my place. I sold my couch, which I know may sound a little crazy, but I sold my couch. I moved my bed into my living room. So it's kind of like a studio apartment. And I turned my bedroom into a sound bowl studio and recording studio. And I freaking love it. So it's it's unorthodox because, you know, I don't have a couch anymore, but I'm like, who cares? I have a sound bowl studio and a glitter wall. <laughs> who needs a couch anyways? Give me that. <laughs> oh my so, gosh, it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, it just made me think about how many other areas in my life am I not doing something because I'm afraid people are going to think I'm crazy. So that just opened up a world of possibilities for me. And yeah, I'm just like, what feels good? What feels good to me? And I don't care if people think I'm crazy. And so do you find, I absolutely love everything about this. Do you find that people's initial reaction is judgment still? Or are people looking at you just like, you are awesome. Like there's more traction. Mm. Now that you're all in so like on a soul level aligned, what is it? Oh man, that's such a powerful question. So I would say in the beginning, it definitely was judgment, but it's because I was expecting them to judge me. I was Mm. expecting the judgment. I was expecting the criticism. So that's what I received because I was expecting that. And when I started saying, I don't care and I'm going to do this and it feels good to me and I'm just going to really embrace all the yummy feelings, that's when I started getting people that's like, yes, (laughs) I love it. I love it. So 
But I, I also notice it more. So it's really our our perspective. You know, and if people are judging me, I don't notice it. I don't notice it because I'm I'm so focused on the people that are loving what I'm putting out. And it all boils down to vibrations. Mm-hmm. Like for you, you don't notice it because you're not vibrating at that level of judgment. Whereas before, when you were worried about judgment, you were. Yeah. When you let go of it, you elevated. And you just don't even like your eagle, like you said, you had your bird's eye view, you're sort of over top of everything and just like soaring. Mm-hmm. So I I love it. And I mean, it's been such a powerful conversation, such a powerful message. Is there anything else that you feel called to share in this moment? Mm, I would say don't settle don't settle. So my whole brand is all about abundance and abundance doesn't mean monetary abundance. It means love and and joy and success and passion and excitement. So don't settle. There is another level of passion. There's another level of love. There's another level of success. And we have to break through our own barriers, our own upper limit to receive more, to allow more in because a lot of times people receive it in and then they want to self-sabotage because they've taken in all that they can take in. So don't settle and expand your capacity to receive more love, more success, more joy, more passion, more yumminess. Mm. (laughs) Let it all in. I could feel that. I literally just felt it all go over my body. That was amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Anyways, my dear, where can people find you if they want more, if they want a sound healing or anything? I mean, there was so much magic in this conversation. Yeah, they can find me on my website, niaje.com. It's N-I-A-J-A-E.com. I'm all over social media at Niaje, Niaje Wallace on Facebook. So it's not hard to find me. (laughs) Look for the purple hair. So everything's under Niaje. Amazing. Thank you so, so much for this conversation. Thank you. (laughs) So there you go. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Definitely go check out Niaje. All of her contact info is in the show notes and sound therapy, guys, sound healing. It is such an incredible modality and it just it really, the vibrations of the music just feed your soul in such a beautiful way. So I highly Highly, highly recommend it. So if you've loved this episode, do your friends a favor and share it. Share it in your network. Share it on social media. Tell somebody in line at the grocery store. Share it with the next person who calls you. Maybe just look at a friend you were just texting and say, hey, I just listened to this episode. I think you're going to enjoy it and pass it forward. So many people who DM me, let me know that it was a friend of theirs that had passed along the episode and that they were so grateful that they did. So sharing is caring. It is your way to show contribution and you never really know how you can impact or how something may impact somebody's life. A book recommendation, something someone said, like an event I went to, it's like those little mundane moments have had the biggest effect on me. And I am a firm believer in karma in that way. And whenever I find a good resource or something that I absolutely love, I am the first person to pass it forward. And on that note, we have another incredible episode for you next week. So if you haven't already, go subscribe so that you get your little notifications on Thursdays when we release as soon as the episodes are up. And if you're new to this platform, 
and you want more now and you don't want to have to wait a week, definitely go check out other episodes. We've got episodes about Vipassana meditation. We have episodes about breath work. We have episodes about leaving your nine to five job and how to create more freedom in your life. We've got episodes about manifesting the life that you want and learning about the chakras. We've got an episode with a psychic. I mean, we pretty much after a year of doing this, we've got a whole array of incredible and inspiring topics for you. So if you want to keep up leveling your life and learning about different ways that you can, don't worry, we have got you covered. Go check out the other episodes. And until next week, keep being you, be beautiful. Oh, and P.S., please keep your fingers crossed for me, pray for me. Think about me this coming week because we got to figure out where we're going to go. It's going to be an adventure, but I am so here for it. So we'll chat soon and I hope you have an amazing week.